Koinonia, Christian fellowship, communion with God and with fellow Christians. Koinonia, an association of people who share common beliefs and activities. This is Koinonia. This is Community. And now, your host, Tom Brown. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to Koinonia on Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ. I'm Maurice Chavez, or Pastor Maurice Chavez, filling in for Tom Brown. And today we're talking about mentoring men, mentoring men. And I cannot tell you how many men need mentoring. Um, I don't think that I think it's becoming a quick epidemic uh, of grand proportions. I don't want to over exaggerate that, but I do believe that men do need mentorship in their life. Um, I think if we didn't need mentorship, that I think that uh, we would probably be sending men across seas to fight battles without having been trained. Um, but uh, because we need mentorship, that's why we have instructors, that's why we have drill sergeants, that's why we have people leading us and guiding us. Uh, like I said earlier, my name is Maurice Chavez. Uh, I am the senior pastor at Phoenix World Outreach, located uh, downtown Phoenix, just a couple of blocks away from the state fairgrounds. We are at the gateway of the inner city. And I can't tell you how many times that, uh, matter of fact, I have a church that is full of men that uh, need mentorship, that uh, many of them are absent of fathers, they're absent of uh, leadership in their life, and uh, many of them call my call me Papa instead of Pastor. Uh, they call my wife Mama, uh, Mama Rose. Uh, if, she, if she could be here, she would be here right now, and perhaps maybe she's listening. Um, but here's the thing is that uh, I take pride in uh, being a father figure to these men. I, I take pride in being able to help lead them and to guide them to become great men of God. Um, that's my goal. My, my goal is to see them become men of God. And uh, sitting in the studio with me today is Pastor Tim Thompson. Tim Thompson, God bless you. Thank you for coming. God bless you, Pastor Maurice. Thank you for having me. Uh, tell me a little bit about yourself, Brother Pastor Tim. Um, I've been a pastor for 14 years now. I pastor Fountain of Life Christian Fellowship out in Mesa, Arizona. Uh, if you're from the Mesa area, you could probably locate it by um, locating Rockin' Our Ranch right there on Baseline Road, and uh, we're right next door to that. So uh, my wife and I started this in the living room of our home, and we're having a blast doing it, and it's so good to be here today with you. Awesome, awesome. Now, what is the what is the, the, the makeup of your church? I mean, are you multicultural, just... We're a mix of everything. Um, <laughs> the way born, heaven should be. I was, I was born in California, raised in Argentina, uh, fell in love with an Arizonian, and uh, followed her out here. So um, <laughs> we're, we're a mix of all of that. We've got um, Latinos. We've got uh, African-American. We've got white. We've got young. We've got old. Uh, my wife and I, I think, we're a little bit of an old soul, so we like old people, even though we're young. Um, people ask me, a, a pastor asked me one time, what kind of church are you? Are you like a Gen X church? And, you know, what's your vision? I said, listen, I've got one purpose to lift up Jesus and have him draw all men unto himself. So, um, that's kind of the makeup of who we are, you know, oh. people who love Jesus. Yeah. That's, that's always the, the best thing that makes up a church is, it is, a makeup of people who just love Jesus, who are passionate about following Christ. You know, it's not about color. It's not about race. It's not about gender. It's about about the blood of Christ, about seeking after Christ, about becoming uh, unified under the body of Christ. And and I'll tell you that there's so many churches out there that, you know, it's, a, it's just a all 
black church, all white church, whatever. But anyways, here, you're listening to Koinonia on Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ. I'm Maurice Chavez filling in for Tom Brown. We'll be back in just a couple minutes. Welcome back to Koinonia on Faith Talk 1360 KPQ. Once again, I am Pastor Maurice Chavez filling in for Tom Brown. And in the studio with me is Pastor Tim Thompson. And today we are talking about mentorship for men. Um, I mean, it's important for everyone to be mentored. It's important for everyone to have some kind of mentorship, leadership, or guidance in their life that helps them to grow, to become the person that, that they can be. But uh, we want to talk today about specifically about mentoring men, um, because I believe that there are a lot of men out there who probably think, oh, I got this handle. I can do it myself. I don't need anybody's help. But in essence, you need direction. You need guidance. You need someone to tell you, hey, listen, don't do it like this. Don't do it like that. See, I have a I have a personal trainer that works that works with me mm-hmm. and he's my my health mentor um, a while back here. I was uh, 240, at least 238, 240 pounds. And I had a, that, that uh, I had a health coach and he was my health trainer. He helped me to stay on course for getting my health back and losing weight. Um, and your pastor is your spiritual mentor. He is somebody who's there to help put you on track spiritually. And I think that men need that mentorship. And so today we're going to talk a little bit about that. Um, we're going to talk, start off by talking about what is a mentorship. So maybe if you want to give me, what, what is your insight in regards to what is mentorship? Mentorship. First of all, it's for men because it starts with men. It doesn't start with sistorship. <laughs> mentorship. Um, and um, mentorship is about Getting into a person's life, helping them coach, you know, I think that's an excellent example of having your personal trainer. Mm -hmm. Because let's face it, all of us have gone to the gym. Most of us have gone to the gym (laughs) without a mentor, without a coach, without a... Anybody, and you know, we stand in front of the mirror acting like we know what we're doing. Yes, grabbing dumbbells, lifting, doing it all wrong. Yep. And so, you know, sometimes getting hurt. Sometimes getting (laughs) hurt. Um, and, and and so. But we have this like allergy. Men have allergies to anybody being over us right. or anybody speaking in, anybody bossing us. We all want to be the boss. We don't want to be the uh, the subject. We all want to be in charge and we don't want to be the one that is being told what to do. Right. Um, if you ask most men, uh, they would admit that whenever they open a package and there are directions to them, they set the package aside first. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, they said they set the directions aside, 
and they begin trying to put it together. And only when they fail do they go back and they look at the at the directions. I've done that. <laughs> you know, I think we've all done that, right? I think I've done that with like, Ikea furniture. <laughs> right, yeah. How many cribs, how many baby cribs have you set up backwards, you know? And then oh, you had to go and turn it around. spare or, parts left over. Right, yeah, just throw those away, honey. What are these? <laughs> Nothing, babe, you know? So, so mentorship is engaging with somebody that can – uh, help you to reach the next level. Right. That can give you insight, you right. know. And so when your trainer teaches you, you know, hey, here's here's these exercises. You do them in this order. Mm. Then you begin to see better results mm. than you do when you go at alone. Right. Well, and that, and that is that is essential. I think that's what you 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 hit the nail on the head there. And that is, you know, especially because a mentor has already traveled that road. He knows what you don't know. Um, or he knows something different than you know. Um, my trainer is teaching me something that I, I thought I knew but didn't know specifically. Um, he's showing me exercises that target certain muscle groups that before I didn't know. Mm-hmm. Um, the same goes with a personal mentor, whether it's uh, a mentor for men, men um, especially men today. There are some struggles that men deal with like pornography, uh, sexual addiction, uh, pride, um, arrogance, you know, whatever other things that men deal with today. Um, and those that mentor has to be willing to 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 be say, say hey listen you know this is going to change and curb that area of your life so this way you don't have that in your life anymore that you're not being arrogant or that you're not dealing with this uh, especially like example let's go back to the example of pornography pornography is such a huge issue with men today um, they deal with with the addiction of 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 pornography and sexual addiction that they that that they need somebody to hold their feet to the fire and tell them you know hey that's not okay to do that it's not right to be looking at that that's you know and and how do you overcome that you know and more than just telling, having somebody say don't do this but how yeah you know yeah and and um in today's society everything is moving towards that to where it's acceptable right you know it's it's the new norm mm-hmm. and so you don't have the social repercussion now as much as maybe you did back in the days. But listen, uh, I remember reading a book by uh, Charles Finney mm. that said, you know, when the young people would stop frolicking, you know, in their day. So think about the context of what frolicking meant to him. Mm-hmm. You know, it right. meant staying out past 11 o'clock at night with your skirt that goes down to, you know, your ankles. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Like, think about the context of what he was saying. So in Ecclesiastes says to us, there's nothing new under the sun. Right. So the, the challenges that men face today, they face from the beginning. Mm. Um, and it's been there all along. It's sinful nature. So, you know, when, when I deal with people, you know, that, that are dealing with pornography, I say this. I say, listen... <laughs> Um, the truth of the matter is that when you engage in the act of looking at pornography, Mm -hmm. it's because you desire something, right? But when you are done looking at that, do you feel better? Do you feel satisfied Mm -hmm. with what you are longing for? Do you feel more frustrated that now you've given into that? It hasn't satisfied. Now you feel guilty, ashamed, and dirty. You feel condemned. You feel far away from God. So it's actually a lie that you're going to be satisfied by engaging in that activity. Exactly. So so I can I confront people with why don't you embrace the truth rather than the lie? Mm, Satan's exactly. the father of all lies, right. right? So nothing that he presents to us is uh is truth. When he lies, he speaks his own language. So 
you know, if you begin to combat it uh, from a standpoint of this is a lie, this is an attack coming against me. Yeah. I can logically combat that um, physical impulse that I may have uh, to give into a sexual desire or, um, you know, or, or that act. So, uh, you know, somebody that comes along, a mentor, I think, gives you perspective mm, on what good. you're doing. That's right. Because they're not engaged in it. They're looking from afar and they're saying, have you considered this? Right. Have you considered that? None of us like to be bossed around and told what to do and not to do. Mm-hmm. But a mentor, a good mentor, comes along and asks good questions along the way. That's good. That's good. Uh, my wife, sometimes my wife, she'll be telling me something. And uh, and it's really weird. It's not until someone else tells me. Uh, a mentor, <laughs> then she goes. I've been telling you that all along, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and it, but it's but it's again, it's perspective. It's hearing from a different voice, um, and it's a hearing from someone that that is uh, seeing things uh, from the outside. You know, um, a few years ago when I was training for bodybuilding, I had a uh, a, a trainer that he, he stood me in front of the mirror and had me do you know they do all they do the posing and all that stuff. And I said, what is this for? I told him, you know, I'm not really planning on competing, but I just want to be, you know, mm-hmm. I want mass and I want to be able mm-hmm. to look good. And he said, it, this is he said, because I'm your trainer. He says, I'm, I'm looking at I'm looking at what areas we need to target so we know how to to shift your body. And 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 uh, it gives me an idea how to formulate your plan. Uh, and I think that that when mentorship looks at it that way, uh, if you're a mentor and you're looking at people you're mentoring or you're teaching or instructing or leading, that you need to look at that from that perspective and lead them and guide them. Look, I notice you're struggling with this. L- this is what you need to do to fix this. This is what you need to do to, to, to improve that um, and give them valuable insight, not just kind of tell them you'll never be this. You'll never. That's not a mentor. Um, that's a critic. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's a skeptic. And as a skeptic, I, I don't want somebody being a skeptic in my life. I need someone that tells, that's able to help me get to that next level, like we said in the beginning, somebody that helps me to reach that level uh, in my life. Um, and And I think that it's valuable. I mean, what, how do you how do you see the value of um, of uh, how should men view the value of mentorship? Oh, it's huge. You know, you're not going to grow beyond it. Again, going back to the gym uh, analogy, yeah. uh, none of us are going to repeat something that's painful mm-hmm. to us or that we don't enjoy without a little bit of pressure mm-hmm. on us. And so, you know, a mentor forces us to work on those areas that are underdeveloped. Right. And if we are left to ourselves, we're going to continue to let that area go. But a mentor keeps on saying, hey, you know, you've done shoulders, back, and but I can tell, you know, in chest, but you don't like to do your your ab work. (laughs) Or your legs. (laughs) Or your legs. You know what I mean? Biggest muscle in the body, whatever. So whatever it is that you struggle with, Mm -hmm. a mentor will help you to focus on that and make sure that you're not taking that off of the table, mm-hmm. but that you're keeping that a part of your, of your diet. Mm-hmm. Um, Jacob probably had the best mentor mm. because he walked with a limp after he got done with them. Right. Us men, we need, <laughs> we need somebody that can wrestle us to the ground, right. you know, that isn't going to let us go, mm. that will touch our socket you know, that will touch that place in us that will change the way that we walk. Oh, that's good. So Jacob, uh, deceiver, mm. becomes Israel, you know, the father of the nation, 
of Israel. So when you give yourself to a mentor, it's the struggle of losing an identity mm-hmm. that is very inherent to who you are and may describe who you are, but a, a mentor helps bring you into the purpose of, of what God created you to be, of who he created you to be. Mm-hmm. Now, Jacob was wrestling with God and asking him for a blessing. I'm not going to let you go until you bless me. So isn't that an interesting analogy of right. like, what if we were so hungry for the blessing that could come from from a mentor? Um, what if we were pursuing that? Mm. You know, uh, you're a pastor, I'm a pastor. F- neither of us enjoy going in and holding somebody accountable who doesn't want to be held accountable. Right. But somebody who comes to you and says, tell me about this. What should I do in this situation? Mm. Give me some insight into this. Right. Man, you're, you know, you've got encyclopedias on that, right? It just keeps on flowing. <laughs> it's like yep. they tap into this gift inside of you that's there, right? Right. Uh, well, I'll tell you what. You are listening to 1360 KPXQ, Faith Talk Radio. I'm sitting in for Tom Brown today. Uh, we'll be back in just a couple minutes. Welcome back to Koinonia on Faith Talk 1360. If you're tuning in for the first time, uh, I am Pastor Maurice Chavez filling in for Tom Brown today. And and we are talking about the topic of the importance of mentorship for men. Um, And maybe you're a a woman that's listening and you've been looking for solutions to help maybe get your husband on track, uh, your boyfriend on track. Or maybe you're listening while you're at work, you're a man, and you're saying, you know what, I need some more direction in my life. I don't know what to do. Um, I need some kind of guidance. Uh, well, then maybe this program is for you to listen to. So don't turn your radio station off and go look for, you know, go listen to, you know, classic 80s radio or whatever. But stay right here and listen to this because I think we've got some valuable insight for you in regards to being mentored as a man. And so in the beginning, we talked about what mentorship is. And so now we kind of want to talk a little bit about what, why mentorship is so important, uh, especially for men. Why is it so important? And we kind of talked a little bit about it, touched on it here and there, but we want to kind of go more, more uh, laser focused on the importance of mentorship for men. Uh, and so in the studios with me is Pastor Tim uh, Thompson, and uh, we are talking about mentorship. So what, why, why is it why is it so important for men for men to be mentored? As I mean, it's important for everyone, but why why men specifically? Well, men are called to be leaders. Yeah, you know, and and we've got to lead somewhere. But I think that a lot of times, uh, especially there's a growing kind of culture mm-hmm. of where men aren't confident mm-hmm. to be men, and so we've got a lot of boys. Mm, we've got a lot of thirty five year old boys. Right. 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 I can relate to that. You know, there's areas where maybe I don't want to grow up. So I, I'm not harping on it. I'm just saying um, 
we're losing something, I think, throughout the generations of where men are stepping up to be fathers. Right. So I've always been comfortable being a son. Mm-hmm. Uh, I grew up in Argentina, and everywhere I went, you know, this was El Hijo de Thompson. You know, this is Dave Thompson's son. Mm. So I have very much ingrained in me being a son. Mm. And But I'm also a father. I'm a natural father. I'm a pastor, so I'm a father over others. And there are aspects of fathering that um, are are more challenging than just being a son. Mm. There's a responsibility. I think many men just engage in the cop-out of sitting on the sidelines Mm. and not entering into the game. What what are some of the cop outs that I mean? What kind, what kind of when you say cop out, what is, what is what kind of cop outs would men be using? John Eldridge wrote a book. Um, uh, what was it called? Is that the Wild at Heart? Wild at Heart, and then there was the next one about uh, something about the glory, something. Mm. But um, he talks. He addresses the poser, right? Right. So I think that a lot of times uh, men fall into that role of posing as being men right but really feeling boyish inside Mm. and so they're coping they're trying to project this security they're trying to project this leadership they're trying to protect this confidence but they don't have it and they don't know how to get it Mm. it's kind of like uh in sports everybody played sports growing up right in elementary school, everybody was welcome. Right. Then you go to junior high, it's a little bit more competitive. High school is definitely more competitive. College is way more competitive. But every little boy starts out dreaming to be a, profet- uh, a, a professional athlete. Right. Right? I'm going to be a professional athlete. But very few of them make it. Right. And I think that when, we're, when you're talking about mentorship, a mentor grabs that um rough talent mm-hmm. that exists in men and just shapes it and mm-hmm. brings it into something that is very useful so it it takes a, a the mentor needs to be able to see the potential in somebody in order to do that um you know and 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 i think without i think the mentor kind of helps men to see he helps the men to see their um to accomplish their vision because without vision, people perish. And so whenever there is an absence of vision, men return to doing what they always did. Right. Um, That mentor kind of keeps them on task. Yeah, that's good. um, And says, you know, Hey, we're, this is, you said this was what you wanted to accomplish. And so this is what we're going to, we're going to work on to get you to this point. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's important because without that mentorship, then we kind of, we're just kind of, uh, like you said earlier about the gym, you know, when we go to the gym, I've, I see that a lot where I go to the gym and I see some people, they're all over the gym, but they're, they're, they're trying to hit every muscle in one, one gym visit as opposed to targeting specific areas in order to get the most mm-hmm. out of, out of their workout. And, uh, and, uh, I like, you know, it's important for us to have that, that insight, um, and that mentorship in that. Um, and, and, um, well, that that thought just escaped my mind. Um, when 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 men don't have mentorship, 
um, when men don't have mentorship, what, what, what would the ramifications be? What do you, what do you think would cause men to, to – what would happen to someone who doesn't have that kind of mentorship in their life? Oh, we definitely settle into um, what is that uh, muscle atrophy? Mm. You know, <laughs> your your strength begins to waste away. Mm. The voices inside my head, I know them very well, mm. and I know all the things that are wrong with me. Right. What a mentor does is a mentor comes along and says, "I see potential in you." Right. You know, and begins to break through uh, the disparity of my own faults and mm. the things that I know. I'm getting hung up on what uh, Hebrews 12 says, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us press on in this race. Let us press on to win the race. We have a great cloud of witnesses that are standing up in heaven that are looking down and that are saying, come on, Maurice, you can do it. Mm. It's just one more step. It's just one more bend. It's just one more hurdle. Get up. You can do it. Right. And you're sitting down here going, man, I feel like such a failure. I fell again. I, you know, I'm never going to make it. I can't succeed. But they're standing up there going, dude, you don't know how close you are. <laughs> right. Right. So. And we quit so so close to the end. We do mm-hmm. because we don't have perspective. Right. Because we're, we're so consumed with our own life, with our own burden. Mm-hmm. Jesus said, learn to carry one another's burden. Right. So mentorship isn't just like, hey, me over you, but can we do a little iron sharpens iron? Yes. Will you lend yourself to sharpen my iron? Right. And will I lend my iron to sharpen yours? Right. Mm. And so men need, we need this clashing, you know, we need this, this, this fighting, this battle. Um, we've got to duke it out. It's in our DNA. It's in our nature. And so you need to find somebody who has strong leadership skills, Mm. somebody who is not moved by everybody's whim or their opinion. Right. Um, and who will stay the course. Right. Will be the standing man. That'd be that, that person that's cheering you on. Yeah. Um, not just cheering you on, but, um, I like to say getting in your face, you That's know, it. um, I told my trainer, don't, don't, um, I told him, don't be nice to me. Yeah. I told him, don't cuss at me. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but be not, don't be nice to me either. Tell me, you know, tell me, Hey, you're not going to get your goals if you don't, if you don't push this, come on, you can do it. Give me one more. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but I've given him permission mm-hmm. to talk to me that way. Mm-hmm. I've given him permission to push me. Yeah. Um, because I know that by myself, I'm not motivated, mm-hmm. um, you know, in that area anyways, <laughs> in that area, I need the motivation. I need the, I need that person to, to, to say, are you coming to the gym today? Are you going to be, are you going to work out? Are you, what are you eating right now? Um, and I think spiritually speaking, men need that. They need that pastor, that leader, that, that mentor it doesn't always have to be a pastor. I mean, but, um, but somebody that calls them up and say, Hey, you weren't at church today. Why not? Mm-hmm. You know, what, you weren't, you know, you weren't at prayer group. You weren't at study group. You weren't here. Um, or, or, hey, you said you were going to do this and you didn't do this. Why? You know, and, and uh, you know, holding them to that place where, he, well, you said you want to be a man of integrity, but you're doing this and this and this. We, we've become so, men have become so, uh, because I think, well, we've become non-confrontational. Oh, that's a good word. 
non-confrontational. That's a good word. Peacemakers. Yes. Um, in a bad way. Yeah, in a bad way. You know, <laughs> it's like saying, okay, you know what? Uh, well, part of it, I think, is because we've become to a point where, where nobody wants to offend anybody anymore. Um, I mean, our government doesn't want to offend other people by telling them the truth. Uh, you know, people don't want to offend other people. Be, and, and, and instead of speaking truth, you know, I mean, they, we speak the truth in love. We're not trying to hurt that person. Um, you know, I know with the, the people that I disciple, I don't, I'm, I'm telling, I'm confronting them out of love because I don't want to see them, uh, you know, go through the same cycles again, mm-hmm. doing the same thing over and over again. And, and then, you know, I was, I, Albert Einstein said that, you know, he said, uh, he says, those who do the same thing over and over again and expect different results, that's just sheer idiocy. Right. You know, so why would, why would you expect different results in your personal walk with God in your personal life mm-hmm. and, 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 but continue to do the same thing. Yeah. So truth is, is intolerant. Somebody said that. Yeah. That, and, and that's a loaded statement right <laughs> there because it's intolerant, but it's not insensitive. Mm. So, um, but the truth, you can't change the truth, Mm-mm. absolute truth. You can't change it. No. And yet we live in a society today where they're trying to change all of these things and say what's true and what's not. Right. But truth is intolerant. Um, Jesus said in Luke chapter four, he grabbed uh, the scroll and he opened to, to Isaiah and he said, the spirit of the sovereign Lord is upon me because he's anointed me to preach good news. So the spirit of the sovereign Lord is sitting upon the throne of our hearts as the governor Mm. of our hearts. Mm -hmm. And because he's the Holy spirit and not the unholy spirit, whatever he says is true. Mm. So God is our best mentor. The Holy Spirit is our best mentor. If you don't have access to a man, a woman of God, you don't, you don't have, you have access to the best mentor right? because when they speak, they speak truth. Mm. And you and I either have the choice to be able to accept that truth or to walk away from him. Mm -hmm. And when we walk away from him, we take another lap around Mount Sinai. This is a good topic, folks. If you're listening, this is uh, Koinonia on 13, Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ. I'm Maurice Chavez. We'll be back in just a few minutes. Welcome back to Coin and Neon Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ. I'm Pastor Maurice Chavez filling in for Tom Brown. And today in the studio with me is Pastor Tim Thompson. And we have been talking about mentorship, mentorship. Um, everyone needs mentorship. I mean, everyone needs mentorship. I mean, you, you can agree with me. You don't have to agree with me. But I believe everyone needs mentorship. I almost said, you know, you have the right to be wrong, but <laughs> I just said it. Um, <laughs> but the but the truth is we need mentorship. We need to have that that 
that instruction, that guidance. Even as a pastor, I have a mentor. I have not just one. I have several. Um, I include a few other pastors that don't even know I exist. Like I, I follow Stephen Furtick, Pastor B- I be- follow Bishop uh, Bishop T.D. Jakes, and I mean, oh. everybody follows. Um, and they're, they're mentors to me, even though they don't even know me from anyone. Right. Um, but And then I have some that I, that I call. I, I call, hey, I need this. What do you think about that? You know, I, I still have that that mentorship in my life. And so we, we, we've been talking about that. And, and, and I want to kind of focus a little bit before we do that, though. You've got an event that's coming up. Um, we've got an event that's coming up because I'm going to be right. one of the speakers there. Talk a little bit about that, and then we'll go into the, the last of our topic. We have an event coming up this Saturday. And if uh, for the men that are listening, if they want to register, uh, you go to fgmi.org, fgmi.org, Fountaingate Ministries International, uh, org. And uh, we're calling this event Men of Revival Unite and Ignite. Mm. And Pastor Maurice is going to be there. Yeah. Uh, Pastor Saeed Hussini is going to be there. Um, and I'm going to be there. We're going to have an amazing time of worship. We're going to do this bilingual so you know heaven is going to be listening. Right. Because we're going to be talking the, the language of heaven. <laughs> right. <laughs> so Spanish speaking, English speaking, we're going to bring the anointing, the double portion, you Amen. know. And uh, and it's going to be a great time. But, but men getting together right. and worshiping. And uh, and just seeking out God for an outpouring uh, upon the men. I, I, we'll go, if you missed that information, we're going to restate that in just a little bit here before the end of the program. But um, how, how can we connect with a mentor? I mean, that, that's that's an interesting, I don't know if that's a loaded question or what, but I mean, how can we connect with a mentor? So there's probably people listening that are outside of the church world, mm-hmm. uh, per se. And so for them, it's going to look different than maybe it would for you and I who are pastors. Mm. But you find somebody that has gone beyond where you are. Right. And you begin to learn from them. Mm. You can learn through books. You can learn through uh, watching how they do things. Mm-hmm. You can learn a lot through podcasts nowadays. But mentorship is not just education. Mm-hmm. I think the the main difference between an educator and a mentor is a mentor stands there and says, okay, you said you were going to do this. Now what did you do? Mm. A mentor asks good, good questions. That's right. Doesn't give you all of the answers, but engages you for what's going on in you. My mother-in-law is a great mentor. Mm. Um, She asks questions. And a lot of times I find, I don't know about you, I find as I'm answering, I find, oh, this is where I'm kind of hung up. Mm. Or this is where I need to grow. I keep on, or she'll say, you know, I notice you keep on saying this. And it may be something that I'm just predisposed to. But a mentor kind of catches those things that I am blind to, mm. but they can see very clearly. Right. What does it say in the scriptures? Take the, the speck, you know, uh, re- remove the log out of your own eye right. before you try to remove the speck out of somebody else's. That's right. So that's a good indication for what you're looking for in a mentor is not somebody that's looking to club you. Mm. Praise God for that. You know, <laughs> isn't looking to beat you down with a telephone pole. But wants to to help you to see the things that you can't see. Mm, that's good. That's good. You know, it, it that to to connect with that mentor um 
you know, you have to want to be, you want to want to be mentally. You have to want to be a disciple. I think to myself, um, when I read the scripture, it says that the disciples immediately left their nets and followed Christ. He just made one call. Um, A lot of times today, uh, people want the mentor to chase after them. Mm -hmm. Um, I've had, I can't tell you many people that have, you know, I want you to mentor me, but then I'm I'm always, hey, where are you? When are we supposed to meet up and calling and, and connecting? And then I'm chasing them. And I finally said, you know, hey, listen, if you want me to mentor you, you need to come and see me. Mm-hmm. Um, and you show me your, you, that you want to pursue this. If you don't want to pursue this, then that's great. That's up to you. That's that, and there's no judgment here. But, but I think my time is valuable, and I want to be able to to give it to those that really do want to be mentored. You know, and I, you have to want to be because I think if you don't want to be, then then you're not going to learn. Mm-hmm. You know, that your instructor is going to be teaching you, but you're just going to be like it's going to sound like the Charlie Brown teacher. Wow, 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 wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, a, a phrase that I think will make every man, woman, and child cringe mm-hmm. is is this word submit. Ooh, yeah. None of us like it. This is adult no, language. None of, none of us like it. Right. But somebody somebody coined this definition of submission. Submission begins where agreement ends. Mm. Um, and so that's the process that you enter into is right. where you give up the right to be right. Right. And you say, I'm going to submit to this anyways. And that is very difficult to do. mm um, the Bible says, submit yourself under the mighty hand of God. That's, That's right. a great place to practice that. Mm. When I don't agree, I can submit to you. Right. You know, so, uh, best mentor in the world, the Holy Spirit, mm. uh, best father in the world, father, God, Jesus said, pray like this, our father who art in heaven. So you have that connection, but God brings along people, right? that have a right heart and a right spirit. And I believe that it says in the scripture in the last days, I will cause the hearts of the children to be turned to the fathers and the fathers to the children. So there's going to be an increase of this mentorship of this, of this kind of relationship that's going to increase in the last days. I agree. I think we're coming into that. I agree. I think that there's a huge wound right now with a generation growing up that feel that, that they're carrying an orphan spirit. Mm. Uh, and they need healing in that area. But God is raising up from the generation of those who have felt orphaned. He is raising up fathers mm. that um, are moved by the compassion and the grace and the forgiveness and the anointing um, and the holiness mm. of God. I, I like what I like what the word says that that, you know, he is he's not like an earthly father. Yeah. You know, the Bible says that God is not like an earthly father um, in in a sense that he doesn't disappoint. Um, he loves, he, he loves unconditionally. And today, you know, we look at our relationship with the heavenly father in relation, in, in regards to our relationship with our earthly father. And it, and if our relationship with our earthly father is not good, then we connect that to God and say, well, I mean, if God, if my father disappointed me, then God's going to disappoint me too. But God is not like our earthly father. You know, I mean, and, and what, what a great, like you said, great place to start is in that relationship with the Lord, with, is with God, is, is to say, you know, God, mentor me, mm-hmm. instruct me, mm-hmm. uh, teach me what I need to know, mm-hmm. um, and, and lead me to someone 
that w- will teach me too. Mm-hmm. You know, open the doors for me to find that one person, that one or two people that will help me to to reach and accomplish my spirit, my goals in my walk with you, mm-hmm. um, and hold me down. To, and and it takes that. It takes you giving them permission to to do that. You know. Yeah. Holy Spirit, because we we resistant to the Holy Spirit too. You know, Holy yeah. Spirit teach me, but then He shows me, no, I don't want to see that. You yeah. know, yeah. If that's really you, make my hand sweat, <laughs> make my heart beat, cause that person to cough three times. You know, and, and we, <laughs> right? It's the truth. You know, and, and we just are constantly looking for ways that we can get out of. Ah, oh, it didn't. It didn't really work out. You know, and if you're looking for a mentor, my dad uh, taught me this, and and maybe many many people know this already. But the book of Proverbs right. is written from a, a father to a son instructing, mm. my son, listen to my instruction. And it has 31 chapters. Mm. So you can do one a day. You, you lose track of what it is. You go to whatever date today is and you read that Proverbs. Mm. You'll begin to be mentored by the word of God through Proverbs. Mm. It's a mentoring process. And as you begin to enter into that, then it says fools don't hang out with fools. Mm-hmm. But they begin, you know, uh, bad company corrupts good morals, it says in, in, in Corinthians. So um, as you begin to see in the word, it begins to select for you who your mentors are. Mm. You begin to get an idea, a vision of who it is that you need to go after. Mm. Well, in speaking of that, what what should somebody look for in a, in the characteristics of a mentor? I mean, what if we're looking for someone to teach us and to mentor us, what would we look for in that person? There was a great example in the movie Bridges of Spies oh, where uh, Tom Hanks is is talking with the with the spy from Russia, right? Mm-hmm. And and they're engaging in this conversation. And the man uh, begins to tell him a story about what his father told him mm. uh, growing up in in, in uh, Soviet Union. He said, I want you to watch this man. And he watched the man. And there was nothing interesting about the man. Mm-hmm. He was a owner of a grocery store or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing interesting. But the boy watched him all through growing up. At one point, they came in, uh, they invaded their their town, and they began to question every person. And they began beating this man. Mm. And they beat him, and they beat him, and they beat him, and he would fall down, but he would stand back up. And they they called him something like Stoikimon. I don't know, uh, you know, German. But they called him Standing Man mm. because every time that he was beaten down, he would stand back up. Mm. So the man never spoke a word to him, never taught him anything about business, but was an example to this to the spy to stand. Mm. That when you get knocked down, you stand again. I think this generation needs more standing men. I agree. Men that have been knocked down, that have stood back up. I agree. And have said, I have not walked away from it. Mm. So I think what I look for is somebody who has longevity in what they've been doing. Mm, somebody great. who has said, this is what I'm going to do, and they've stuck with it. Right. Maybe you wouldn't qualify him as being the most successful person. Mm-hmm. I, I don't need to go and be mentored by the pastor of a mega church simply because he has a lot of people. That means he's successful. Right. He stood for what he for what he Stoikeman. Stoikeman. Well, you've been listening to 1360 Faith Talk 6. Koinonia on Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ. I'm Maurice Chavez filling in for Tom Brown. We'll be back in just a couple more minutes.
Well, thank you for tuning in, and welcome back to Quinnity on Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ. I'm Maurice Chavez filling in for Tom Brown, and today we have been talking about mentorship, mentorship, and how and the importance of mentorship. And I just want to tell you before we get ready to close today that um, I want to challenge you to look for someone to help you to get to that next level in your life. Don't wait. Uh, reach out to that one person. Maybe it's your pastor. Don't always think that, hey, well, my pastor's always really busy. Um, that's what we've been called to do as pastors is to build disciples, to make disciples. We've not been called to be the best golf expert in town. Come on now. Uh, we have been called to make disciples. And my, making disciples is priority before my golf game. Um, I don't even play golf. Um, but I play basketball. Uh, the idea is that... that uh, if I'm not building disciples, who's going to carry on the legacy of what God has called me to do? And so I encourage you to, to, to seek out a mentor and to seek out somebody to help you in your personal walk with God. Uh, once again, before we close today, the, where they can register for the men's conference coming up, the, the name of the, the conference and where they can register. Yes, the name of the conference, Men of Revival Unite and Ignite, and they're going to register at FGMI. Org. That stands for Fountain Gate Ministries International. So FGMI.org, Men of Revival Unite and Ignite. It starts Saturday morning at 9 a.m. It's going to be bilingual. We're going to have worship. We're going to have lunch together. It's $25 per person. Mm. Um, and uh, then we're going to have an afternoon session. It's going to be a dynamite time. And we're looking for men who want to be explosive for God. Amen. Amen. Well, I'll tell you what, thank you so much for listening to uh, Faith Talk Radio. Thanks again. And uh, I'll tell you what, I had a great time uh, guest hosting today for Tom Brown. And if you want to reach me or call me, uh, you can reach me at Phoenix World Outreach, 602-712-0000. Or you can visit our website at pwo.church. It's simple as that, pwo.church. Thank you so much for tuning in to Faith Talk Radio, and we hope that you've been blessed by today's topic. I'm Pastor Maurice Chavez, and in the studio with me is Pastor Tim Thompson. God bless you, and thank you for listening.